ready. Lights, camera, action. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Service Industry. My name is Miss B and I'm joined today by your favorite host, Bill. Welcome back. Thank you. And your favorite deviant, Miss Liz. Hi team. <laughs> we are so excited to have you guys back. We've got a super fun episode planned out for you today. Well, Miss B and I were kind of thinking, and we thought to kind of switch the reins on things. Yeah, let's dive a little deep. Yeah. How, how did this podcast happen? Where did it come from? And well, yeah, where did it start? When did it start? How did it become? And kind of where we are now? We got questions, friends. All right. Well, where do we start then? So when did this idea come to you for this podcast? Maybe not even the podcast. Maybe idea of wanting to share stories within the service industry. All right. Well, that's, that's a little easier to answer then. <laughs> so I guess the long version of the story is that it kind of started way back in the very beginning when I first started working in the hotel industry. Oh, wow. And the reason I say that is that, you know, I would have crazy things happen at work. I would share them with my friends. I'd share them with family. And I would have people say, oh, my God, can you tell the story of such and such to, you know, whoever they were talking Mm. to? Okay. I've only told it 15 times, but sure, (laughs) here we go. Right. And at the time... I mean, I hate to date myself, but... I, I was going <coughs> to ask if you were willing to share when that was that you started well, in the industry. So, yeah. So, I mean, my first hotel job was in the mid-90s. Okay. Um, so, not like email and internet was a brand new... Th- well, it still was actually kind of a brand new thing. Oh, for sure. Um, but podcasts really didn't exist. You know, people would say, oh, you should write a book and blah, 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 blah. But a book never will translate the same with the storytelling. Yeah, it's true. You no, know, with different flexions of voices, different commentary with co-hosts. Exactly. So, I mean, you read the book and you read it in your voice, not the voice of, you know, sharing the story, if you will, which yeah. would be my voice in this case. I love it. So, you know, fast forward a whole bunch of years and we get hit by the pandemic. And the thought was, you know, hey, there's a lot of stories to tell. This is really probably the only way to tell them. Yeah. So. Well, and at that point in time, podcasts really started booming. Yeah. You know, for me true. personally, I probably started listening to podcasts, I don't know, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. So not soon after the pandemic hit. And it makes sense to, you know, have it in this podcast form. So again, you're not only telling your story as you would in a book, but you're getting to share it with other people who have gone through similar things and have them share as well. Yeah. And that's really part two of it all too, is that there's a part of the telling of the stories. It's fun. We get to sit around, we drink wine and we laugh and we get stupid. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> or all the time. You know, there's been some really great things that have happened. I mean, you... You ladies have met people that I know that yeah. you would never have met otherwise, and, and vi- likewise, and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, Liz, know, right? To those listening, <laughs> oh you know, my gosh, yeah, <laughs> Liz, you've been on the podcast quite a few times, but yeah. prior to you being a guest on the podcast, I had never met you for sure. True, and I came on once as a guest, thought like, all right, this is fun, and I never stopped coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I know. So you're stuck with me now. <laughs> I, I, I know. Now she's um, the resident deviant. <laughs> that's, yeah, well, that's why it's resident and not just deviant. deviant. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You've, you've established residence. I love it. But the other part of it really was that it's cathartic. You know, we get to sit around and tell stories and shoot the shit. And it, it kind of, I, I don't want to say becomes a competition, but, <laughs> you know, hey, what do you have for an a-hole of the week? And you've got this story. And then it's like, oh, I've got an a-hole that'll top that one. You know, it's and it, amazing, it, yeah. It, it's just kind of fun. And yeah, there's there's kind of a rehashing of the stress of that experience. But at the same time, it, it's still a release. And it's... There's, you get to laugh about it with other people. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some happiness in numbers, you know? Yeah. My husband calls this my weekly recorded group therapy. It really is. <laughs> yes. You know... Not like any of us have a degree in in therapy, but, you know, like if you're not in the industry, you sit and listen to some of these stories and you're just like that. Come on. No way. Is that letter real? Yeah. Nobody would say that. (laughs) Nobody would do. Yeah. If you're not in the industry, you don't have a relation to it. You'll hear the stories and you'll giggle and you'll laugh along with us, but you don't really understand. 
Yeah, no. You don't understand. So you've that lived it. This is a everyday or weekly occurrence for us. Yeah. <laughs> These yeah. crazy stories. Yeah. And ultimately, I never wanted it about the hotel business. That's not my desire. That's why it's called Tales from the Service Industry, not, you know, Hotel Nightmares. Yeah. The and we, ha- we have done a great job of trying to get people not from hotels. Mm hmm. You know, and, and when we first started this, it's rough. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of... Not kinda, to knock you, Bill, but yeah, they're rough. They're bad. I mean, it, it's no. kind of... To me, it's like the audio version of drinking the water in Mexico. It's just, oh they're God. not good. To be honest, uh, I, and this isn't like a sick brag on me or anything, but when I share the podcast, I'm like, yeah, you should listen. This is kind of what I'm up to. This is my fun thing I do on the side. It's like, oh, but... Maybe don't start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the subscribers, if you go back, there's episodes that are now missing. Oh. Because I've taken them down. The, the podcast is growing. It's evolving. And it is. And you should still be proud of those first couple episodes. Yeah. It's all been I, a great experience. You know what? I'm proud of them, but not for maybe the reason you would think. I'm not proud of them because of the audio quality or the flow or the chemistry or any of that. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of it because, you know, after a, quite a bit of time of contemplation, trying to figure out, do I want to do this? How do I do this? What do we call it? How am I going to balance a full-time job plus doing this, plus editing, plus all the other stuff? You kind of get that analysis paralysis, right? Where you mm-hmm. do so much research that you don't actually do anything. You're just stuck researching. Yeah. I mean, I've got that problem for other reasons, but I'm proud of it that we actually did it. Yeah. Right? That it launched. Not proud of the way they sound. However, I will interject this. You have to this. start somewhere. But uh, true. But I will interject this. So, you know, we've joked about it and kind of alluded to it. There is a website that's under development. It, it's hung up because of me at this point. I have to write a bunch of copy for it and, and everything else. But once that's done, I'm going to re, I don't want to say rebuild, but kind of republish those episodes solely on the website so i've learned how to you know adjust the audio quality i've learned how to do a lot of things since episode one two three four five six seven i think it was about seven or eight that we kind of started to get a little bit of a stride uh i really think the manifesto episode for me as a listener is really where it took a turn into that was like the third or fourth episode. Might have been fourth. <laughs> I love that episode. It's, it's so good. Yeah. I've told several people, it's like, oh, do you really want to see A Day in the Life? Listen to this episode. And they're yeah. just like dumbfounded. <laughs> and yeah. I think that was an episode with just you two, correct? I don't even remember. It was so long ago. I don't recall. Well, if you were there, I apologize. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously. <laughs> it was just us. Obviously, Ms. B was there. It was her story. But it's come a long way and it's still continuing to grow. It has. Know. The other thing that I really like is when we took that break from season one to season two, I really underestimated how much time I really kind of needed to recoup my own brain and and emotional fortitude. I think when we took that break, I said something to the effect that we'll see you in the middle of January. Yeah. Which... We were 60 days past that. Oh, no. It was worse than that. Oh. (laughs) It was worse than that because we didn't record again until just after Valentine's Day. So, I mean, that was... 60 days right there and then that didn't publish for another couple of weeks Eesh. sorry about so, that yeah <laughs> swing and a miss <laughs> yeah so there was that gap that took longer than i had thought we would take but really kind of needed it yeah um, well, everyone needs a, a break to respin the wheels to freshen up yeah well you know one of the challenges that i had is that i didn't want to just kind of keep going with what we were doing I wanted to introduce something new. Yeah. But, you know, with equipment and time and everything else as limitations, I was really stuck on what could we do. That's why, you know, I took kind of the, I don't want to say the easy route, but the easy way out and just went with sound effects. I love it. It adds such depth. It's... Oh, it totally something. does. Yeah. Well, and that, that was what I kind of found that was just kind of fun about it. You know, there's just a <laughs> sprinkling. There's like 12 to 15 or so per episode. It's not a I lot. I love it. But it does just kind of add a little something, something. I love it. Plus, I like the the f bomb beep. I like the, the whistle. whistle. The, the coach whistle, whistle is my fave yeah. for sure. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> penalty on the field. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, what do you say? I guess kind of like looking back to everything we've done so far, what's been your favorite part about the journey? Mm. Honestly, I think there's a couple of things that I would say are favorite parts. One is 
the meeting of new people. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've gotten to meet a lot of new folks, like you know, we said earlier, but there's a lot of friend of a friend, acquaintance of a friend, acquaintance of an acquaintance kind of a thing that's come through the microphones. So it's been really nice to, to meet new people that are both in and out of our industries. Yeah. Um, you know, networking goes a very long way. And we get so wrapped up in what we do on a daily basis that we don't usually network. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we had to walk some guests last weekend and the hotel that we walked them to, I've talked to the AGM over email a couple of times, but it's like they're a neighboring hotel. Yeah. So when I emailed them today, I'm like, hey, when can we meet to put faces with names? You never met in person. No. Yeah. They're a different brand, different management company. Mm. Everything is different. Yeah. But just because we're different doesn't mean that we can't know our neighbors. Right. It makes everything better in that regard. But yeah, so I mean, just meeting people has been a great benefit of doing this. I would have Uh, to agree. A thousand percent. Another thing that I'm proud of with this is I've taught myself a whole bunch of new skills. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like I was saying, you know, when I was looking at trying to do this during the pandemic, you know, I've listened to podcasts for a long time. I never thought about what goes into making one. I mean, you can assume when you're listening to another podcast, it's not raw. You can assume it's edited, but it's so nice when you can't tell. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of research from microphones and microphone stands to the mixer to headphones to whatever. And again, like I was saying, you know, I kind of got into that analysis paralysis, right? Yeah. But during the pandemic, I didn't have a lot of money to spend. So I bought a bunch of stuff. Nobody did. (laughs) True. I mean, fortunately, I was still working, but still, it's like, how long is this going to last? Nobody knows. So you don't spend money that you don't need to spend, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So bought all sorts of stuff for it. I mean, what we're using right now is none of what I bought originally. Oh, remember? We did a sample episode. But never made it to the light. It never saw the light of day. <laughs> I spent a ton of time editing it. I got all done with it. And I just said, nope. <laughs> It'll is garbage. You just didn't like it. No, it was horrific. <laughs> it was god awful. Oh. The quality of the microphones was terrible. Mm. Terrible. It sounded like ah, Jesus. I don't you even. Know, I don't even know how to compare it for our listeners. Uh, a clip from that with just the editing, snippet. and then a clip of like new to kind of compare and contrast the, where, how far it's come. You know what? I like that idea. I don't know if I'm going to seize on that though, because <laughs> okay. it's bad bill might just pass on that it's i for me i'd just be interested to hear it to hear what bad sounds like and then what good and what we're doing sounds like i never played it for you no no that's how bad it was oh my gosh (laughs) i mean the audio quality was terrible our chemistry was not there yet Mm -hmm. you know we were still trying to learn how to do all of it yeah and at this point i feel like probably to me, the biggest piece of what makes the podcast feel natural is our chemistry. Ms. B, you and I had the benefit of working together for, what, two full years. Yeah. So we had a rapport outside of this. But you put headphones on somebody, you stick That's a microphone so in their face. <laughs> you know, you're trying to talk straight into the mic, but then you're looking at people across the table kind of side-eyed. It, it's weird. It's different. And there are a bunch of like rules. Do this. Don't do this. Don't move. Don't make noise. Yeah. You know, f- <laughs> there's find- a lot of like other factors that go into it. Yeah. Find that happy spot in front of the mic and don't move. Otherwise, you sound like you're running past the microphone on. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. there's etiquettes and techniques and all that. And I feel like looking with your eyes, not your head. Yeah. And exactly. I, and I feel like we've gotten to that point where our chemistry is just natural. We don't we don't think about any of that anymore. We just sit down and we talk. Well, and it, it helps that Miss B and I also work together for let's just call it a year, mm-hmm. and have spent a lot of time together outside of work and outside the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it helps We're that we're besties. It helps that you guys had a rapport, and it helps <laughs> that me and Miss B had a rapport. And for the most part, all of our guests that we bring on have some sort of connection to at least one of us, yeah. if yeah. not more. So that just helps the chemistry. But we we have brought on complete strangers as well. Mm -hmm. And it totally worked. Yeah. And I think that part of that is the comfort that we have. I mean, if we were lame to hang out with. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If if we sucked, yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't be fun. No, not at all. But I mean, like, 
you know, we we have a very natural, very comfortable flow. Yeah. You know, and we're all friendly people. I mean, I've got resting bitch face, but you know, whatever, right? Same here. Same here. But <laughs> because of the dynamic with the three of us, when we bring in that fourth person, it's a comfortable thing for them. It doesn't feel weird. It doesn't feel awkward or outsider-ish. It's like, come on, join. Here, here's a glass of wine. How, how, how big of a pour do you want, right? <laughs> I love it. How many bottles do we need to open tonight? <laughs> you know, and that's, and that honestly, that's part of why I joined so many different podcasting groups. Yeah. You know, it's like there's groups for, you know, critiquing, you know, do this, don't do that. This is what I've tried. This works for me. This is, hey, you're using the same equipment. Try this kind of a thing. And then there's also being able to meet people that none of us know. Mm-mm. That it's like, hey, you know, I'm looking for a guest speaker kind of permanent co-host but it's, it's like you know third string co-host you know yeah. it's like it's interesting to get that kind of a feedback yeah you know and and kind of like what we were talking about just a few minutes ago with you know expanding outside the hotel business exactly well, when i first started doing this i only really knew people in the hotel business yeah you know it's like i would talk to people and say hey you know would you be interested in coming on a podcast blah 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 and there's a lot of hesitancy because number one, most people don't get asked to be on a podcast. Number two, it's like, well, that's kind of weird. Number three is I don't know you. So, (laughs) you know, maybe not. But now that we've got what, I don't even know how many episodes are out there now. I think like 24. Wow. Could we have the research department uh, pull that up? Hold please. And keep in mind (laughs) that uh, what first two or three have been deleted at this point. The research department has to count one by one. Oh, sorry. Okay, so in total, published is 20 episodes as of this recording. Yeah. So by the time... What do we have, like four Y'all hear it? Yeah, we'll probably be up to 25. Plus the ones that were deleted? Right, so 20 published. So let's just say like 26. We had 17 in season one. We've got three right now, so that's 20. Plus we had... Isn't that what the research department just said? No, no, but plus we had the defiled penguins. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Poor penguins. <laughs> Boy, that was a Miss B rant. Yeah. So there was the defiled <laughs> penguins, and then there are the first couple that were deleted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Close to 30. I think you were spot on, like 25. Ooh, so ooh, ooh, ooh. now with this many that are out there, it's become easier because now when I'm talking to people and there's an interest, it's like, well, here, here's a link to the podcast. Check it out. Check it out. So now people have heard, well, we've had quite a few hotelies mm-hmm. on the, the podcast, but we've got retail, we had food and beverage, we had uh, law enforcement, yep. we've had medical of a couple different flavors. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, so it's like <laughs> there's, there's a variety and now people that I talk to about it, th- there's a different level of interest because there's a tangible understanding of what the podcast is for and what it's about and how it flows and kind of the dynamic and the chemistry and all the other things that go into it. So it's hmm. been it's been easier to line up, you know, new people, new stories. I mean, it makes sense. You hand out that card, they find this podcast, they hear my sultry, sexy voice, and they're like, I need to meet that woman. And then they come. It's great. <laughs> And they hear my one-off, <laughs> one-off comment jokes. And hopefully they think I'm funny. <laughs> okay, question for you, Bill. Sure. Uh, what would be uh, your dream guest on your bucket list right now? From what industry or what specific job? What's one thing you are hoping to, you know, bring on as a guest? And oh, I know this answer. That we haven't gotten yet. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I do actually have like a dream guest. Okay. And it's actually f- before I share who that person is. Is it a You have per- to let me guess. Is it a specific person it or is. just a job? Oh. No, 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 it's a specific person. Oh. Oh. I I, I knew what profession you wanted on here. Yeah, I wasn't going to go like that, that specific like this person, let's call them out. Oh, there's Wait, a, I want to know. There's a ton of professions that I would love. You're dying to have for on flight attendants and pilots. I just want like top 3. Okay, well, the ideal podcast guest that I would love to have. I can't believe we have an individual. Yeah, actually an individual. Did you ever watch the show Hotel Impossible? Yes. Anthony Melchiori. So he was the host of... Hotel Impossible. Is it the same as Restaurant Impossible? Same concept. Okay. Where he would go into distressed hotels and help flip them around. Shout out Um, to Anthony. We'd love to have you on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll send you the direct link to this podcast. But I will DM <coughs> you insistently. <laughs> 
part who, of the re- who is on your PR team. And you know what? Part of the reason why I would love to have them on is that that's what I like doing. For the most part, my last few assignments have been distressed hotels. Yeah. The hotels that are failing. It would be really cool to get his perspective on some things. And I would love it. I'm, oh. not, I'm not sure if the listeners know you are Task Force. But okay. I've had other rough assignments outside of Task Force. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like the hotel that Ms. B and I worked at together, that hotel was in distress too. Rough. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure like what the correct term is. So when a hotel is in red zone or whatever their brand or their company's term is for failing, hotel okay like in that show that anthony hosted he would go to places that are deeply distressed like how are you not shut down stress verge of bankruptcy (laughs) you know hotels that just should be shut down they're unsafe they're unsanitary there's problems and i worked at one of those yeah you did i i spent three and a half months at a hotel that absolutely should not have been open to the public. Like where was the period. health inspector? And we talk, I think we talked about this on an episode because we talked about all the things that were wrong and it was just insane. No, I don't think I went through the whole litany what? of them. Really? Mm-hmm. No, not to my knowledge. Oh. No. I mean like we could. I probably would not publish it. Um, right. One thing that everybody should keep in mind, and the three of us talk about this off air, is that we're all working professionals. Yeah. So when we share the stories, we are specifically vague on a lot of inconsequential details that would potentially identify someone or leave us open to you know, some sort of an issue. So that's why we don't use the brand names. That's why we don't talk about the hotel names that we work at. Shoot, half the time, we don't even really say what city we work in. Yeah. No. You know, and that's by design, not by accident. Yeah. You know, we'll never mention a guest name. We don't mention an employee name. Everybody has pseudo names. For the most part. But like, you know, when we do throw out names, they're absolutely not that person's real name. No way. (laughs) You know, it's like... Sorry to ruin that for all of you listeners. All these (laughs) names are fake as hell. Yeah. The the dark side of things. Like, to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever worked with a Tiffany, but I always throw out the name Tiffany. That's just kind of my (laughs) go-to because I've never worked with a Tiffany. You know, so those little things are there for us to... To protect ourselves. Well, I don't, I don't want to say protect because, I mean, we really don't share anything no. that is sensitive or super secret. But at the same token, we're all busy. We ain't got no time for any sort of... HR investigation. It's shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. just It's just easier this way. Yeah. So. I love it. Okay. So you answered the question on who. Let's get Industries. into what jobs, what industries are on your bucket list. So let's cut it down to top three because you probably have a list of like a hundred. At least. <laughs> okay. I'll give, of, you, I'll give you top five. Okay. Some of them are pretty like pretty standard stuff. So yes, I would love to have flight attendants on. When I was working at my very first hotel, I dealt with a ton of different crews. Okay. So this hotel had Two flights a day from United, two flights a day from American, two flights a day from Delta. Wow. So that's six. Then we had Hawaiian that would overnight with us. We had airline out of Canada. So now we're at eight. And then there was a private charter company that would stay with us. And that's a full crew. Oh. God, that's a throwback name. American Trans Air. ATA. They're gone. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. They've been gone for a while, but yeah, so ATA stayed with us. What I'm hearing is basically all the airline brands that would pay for their employees to stay in a hotel. Yeah, so I mean, literally, we had, you know, 10 airlines a day. And then the the 10th one was, um, it was a private jet company. You know, you're talking two pilots and one flight attendant kind of a thing. But normally we would have 10 crews a day staying at that hotel. And that was only part of the occupancy of the hotel. That's insane. The look on your face was great. I'm sorry. I think of all of the naughty things that could be happening with 10 different crews. Oh, yeah. In <sighs> one hotel. Potentially, like, let's even say in one one floor, one wing. <laughs> well, you they know. Haven't, it, they having after parties and like cocktail parties? Are they, are they going down to the restaurant bar and just going ham? Look, I would absolutely love to have flight attendants on. But at the same token, I understand that a lot of my most salacious stories all revolve around them. So <laughs> I'm not sure how willing... Oof. Oof. I'm not sure how willing flight attendants would be to come on, but I would love it. I would love to hear their side of stories. I mean, let me just go on flights just. To- <laughs> right. Wait. Like, so I have a 
Is, is stripper on your list? Because um, that's on mine. Okay. <laughs> yes, but... Exotic dancer. I think it would also... Like strippers or porn stars. That would be amazing. I would love it. Someone in... I mean, would you consider a stripper in the sex industry? Yeah, I would, yeah. Definitely in the service industry. Well... <laughs> so, okay. Can we just say sex industry then if i can ever get that to come to fruition oh i would be so excited so that, it sounds like we need to that take will... flights and go to strip clubs <laughs> okay so we do have a research department we don't have an hr department so i can say i like the way the research department thinks <laughs> no but shoot you were saying if we could ever it. yeah so i mean like you know if we could ever make that happen i think that would be hilarious oh, but lay it out there right now. It would have to be an explicit episode. An explicit oh, of episode. course. Like no coaches' whistles. Oh, no filtration of any kind. Nothing. Just, I do. I do filter out quite a lot. What if we you all one of those do. episodes you have to type in your birthday before you can listen. <laughs> yes, like you have to have a subscription. You have to be age verified. You Ooh. have to say yes. I understand this is for eighteen and over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because you're can... a professional exotic dancer or a movie star. Wink, wink. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> email anything, us at well, anything. <laughs> And there are plenty of um, subscription websites that yeah. have, have a paywall yeah. that may just post photos, not necessarily even videos. Everyone knows the website I'm talking about. But if you got one of those pages, uh, yeah. maybe, I mean, and, and, maybe and, drop us a DM. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially uh, Bill. Yeah, but you know, it's like, I, I want to be clear. It's not that I want to talk about what they do. Do no no it's purely. I want to hear crazy stories. Yeah, exactly. The story. You know they got crazy shit. Yes, I want to know those deep, dark, shady, salacious things that happen behind the scenes. I want to know this week's tea. Whose girlfriend came in and found them? Whose wife? You know, like I want to hear the tea. (laughs) You know that that would be fun. I would love to have a tattoo artist on. Oh oh, we could help with that. You know tattoo artists? I actually think I have one now. We can definitely get a hold of tattoo artists. But yeah, I would love, <clears throat> I'd love tattoo artists. Um, uh, bud tenders, I think would be fun to have. Oh, that would be oh, fun. Okay. Like dispensary yeah, yeah, workers. Yeah. I would love to have a good bartender on. I was not wait- like I was waiting for you to say bartender. But here's the thing: is that I don't, and and, and I'm not trying to throw shade, but I'm not talking like dive bar bartenders. Nice. Because I think that they would have amazing stories. And I would love to have somebody like that on. But I would love to have somebody on that works at like a snooty, high-level martini bar. Because I love hearing those stories of just over-the-top entitlement. Yes. Where people think they know what they're talking about and have no clue. And they let their ignorance flag fly. Well, and those different bartenders will give very, very different yes. stories and different perspectives on things. Right. And, you know, it goes back to the heart of the concept of the podcast is that it's about the service industry. You know, it's not about one particular job title or task or assignment. It's about, you know, sharing this kind of a rainbow, if you will, of experiences and stories. Other things that I would love would be like somebody that works the return desk at Kohl's. Oh, the craziest things. Yeah. You know, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Like people. The return desk of any big box retailer like that. Mm -hmm. You know, they bring back a dress that's clearly been worn and washed, (laughs) but has a tag on it, but it's not in the place where it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I know you can get tagging guns off the internet for a few bucks and you can, you know, redo your tags. Oh, yeah, those and all cost that. like eight ninety nine. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, but that's what we deal with. Yeah, it's true. You know, and th- there's a part of me that hopes, maybe idealistically, that Realistic. some of the stories that we share will resonate with people and they won't be a dick at some point. And try and take mm. advantage of people, mm-hmm. you know. It's One like, can only hope. Yeah, just I, I hope that there's something positive that comes out of our cathartic therapy sessions that we share with the world. Only if uh, the certain kind of people listen, you know. People like us are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, that was horrible." And then some people hopefully will reflect and be like, "Oh, I see what was wrong with that situation." Mm. Yeah. I've, d- I've done that before. Maybe that wasn't very nice of me to do. <laughs> well, I mean, like some of the stories we have touched on in the past of, you know, like, well, where did this person go wrong? You know, how could it have been better handled? You know, we share the good and then we try and teach a little lesson here and there. Yeah, I love it. Without and then there's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, those are the best. Can't fix stupid. Can't fix stupid. <laughs> 
Oh, man. I'm just thinking about like all the crazy stuff I'm going to have this summer. Mm-hmm. It's going to oh, yeah, be a busy freaking summer. Oh, I have anime con coming up. That's going to draw an interesting crowd. Yup. I'm going to have some fun stories probably too. Huh. Yeah. Are there people working the booths at anime that maybe want to be on a podcast? Oh, I don't. <laughs> but like literally anime con is literally across the grass from us. And we're hosting a lot of their different events at our hotel. So like we have their karaoke party at the end of the day. We have tons at our property. It's going to be fun. When's that? Uh, end of the month. Memorial Day weekend? Where all, all of us managers are required to work it. Good game plan. But you know, like, so on that note of, you know, like two different bartenders from two different levels, levels will have very different stories, right? Well, just like we have different levels of hotel service. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, and I was going to tie it to that with Ms. B's comment about the anime con is that when I first started working out here was my first experience with conventions. And when I first got out here, there was, there was a lot of conventions that were very business oriented. You know, so you're dealing with very high-end business people, you know, dentists and physician conventions, things like that. Your Comic-Cons, your yeah, I, well, I was, cons I, was, I was trying to think of like the generic term for all of those. But I mean, it was my first experience Nerd with conventions. it was... No, that's not fair either. But, um, They're my people. That's okay. I know, but still. There was one in particular, and I, I'm not going to say what it was, but the big music convention that would come to town. Oh, yeah. You know, so there was one year that we had the big music convention. And then shortly after it, it was one of the, to your point, the nerd conventions. And the contrast between the two was insane. So in the music one, yeah, in the music one, you know, we went in and there was, we were lucky if it was just beer cans. I was about to say rooms get trashed. Yeah. But you know, it's like there were bottles of bourbon that were spilled on the carpet, like falling over on their side. They're only a quarter full now. It's like, how do you get that stink out? Right. I remember going into rooms and there were plates with cocaine on them, (gasps) rooms that were just trashed. And then we get the nerd convention they're perfect well no they weren't perfect but (laughs) it's like instead of coke and spilled bourbon it's empty pizza boxes you know mountain dew and red bull is like their staple maybe some wig hair some prop tape the room is still trash just in a different way yeah but they never really trashed it i mean there would be a lot of trash in the room but they didn't destroy they didn't destroy it you know, and it's just, it's interesting to see the contrast between mm-hmm. two conventions that are very close in time frame, but just radically different attendees. Yeah. It's like the difference between, you know, we just had a rave recently, and then this weekend's is a psychologist convention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> woo. Rapidly oh different. It's a little whiplash for you. Yeah. All of them checking in. I'm afraid they're going to ask me, and how do you feel about that? Oh, that's messed up. I know. <laughs> But at least you own it. <laughs> you guys are basically my therapist. Yeah. But not my psychiatrist. No. We just prescribe wine. <laughs> That's legal That's a though. medication. I'm, uh, I'm above the legal age. That's true. Um, let's see. Do you have any other industries that you would like to be guests on the pod? I would love to have cruise ship employees. I know some. I can probably work on that. I would love to have somebody off a cruise ship. Because, I mean, again, it's kind of floating hotel, but the questions that people ask on cruise ships is just ridiculous. Okay, what about yacht charter? Sure. Crew. Would love it. I have a friend. He's definitely worked on cruise ships, but he was performer on cruise ships. That'd be great. Oh, okay. Truthfully, I I don't really care what industry people come from, like as far as a, a... an additional guest. Mm-hmm. I know I um, need to start reaching out to people. I honestly don't want to filter that. I mean, if you're a cashier at a grocery store, I think that would be great too. Because you know that they've got crazy stories. I would love a delivery room nurse. I have one. Oh my goodness. Right? I'm not kidding. My childhood best friend is a labor and delivery nurse. That'd be great. You're sleeping on this. I forget about things, so you say that. Well, how about we how about we flip this question around real quick? What industries would you like to see on? I mean, I pretty much agree with you. I think those are the big ones. To be quite honest, I would love to hear from a room attendant or Mm. a housekeeping manager. Other than us. Other than you guys. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would love to uh, like have somebody on that does um, like construction renovations. Oof. That deal with, you know, the the real high-end, overbearing, crazy homeowners. 
Another one that I would love, 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 love to get on would be a wedding photographer. Oh, yeah. Anything to do with weddings. Yeah. Event, event planner. Mm-hmm. Bridezillas. Yeah. yeah. Wedding coordinator. Any event planner. Photographer. Ooh, makeup and hair artist. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah. Ms. B and I, when we worked at the hotel together, we weren't in events. No. But we would work with the events coordinators. Yup. There was one day that we had a wedding that was supposed to be going on, and we had a water leak into the venue space, and part of the ceiling came down. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> oh, my God. And the sales manager that sold that event was losing her goddamn mind. <laughs> and it, it's like, relax. We've got this. And she was just going ballistic. By the time it was all said and done, I mean, we had the water extracted. We had everything cleaned up. There was a temporary patch in the ceiling. The way the lighting was, it wasn't focused on that. So, I mean, it was super low key. Wait, I'm sorry. You still had the wedding? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Way to go. We made it work. Love it. You know, and it was a hard push to the end, but we got it done. Boom. That's what we do. And it was funny because, you know, I've said it before and I've taken heat for it many a time. And I'll say it again. I don't care. And that is that sales sells the dream and operations lives the nightmare. That is our motto. Our salesperson who has no ops background was just, like I said, she was freaking out. Mm -hmm. And here we are with our ops people that are like, okay, well, it's going to take us X amount of time to extract the carpet. We can put blowers on it. We can bring in a heater. We can do this. We can do that. We've isolated the water. Engineering has been alerted. They have the materials on hand we can get a temporary patch up there we've got enough time for it to dry we can probably get a second coat shoot we can probably even just slap a coat of paint on it oh my gosh i mean we had like 12 hours before the event oh yeah and we made it work and yep. the, the clients were incredibly happy they were aware of the situation no no oh. they had no clue well that yeah. was our job you know and it's like the event went off without a hitch and everything was great did she Boom. come back and apologize? No, of course not. Sales? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think so. I just had to ask. They See, went home for the weekend. Y- you ask questions <laughs> like that and people know you don't work in the hotel. <laughs> Ooh, I have one. What's your big like next goal for the podcast? Hmm. Um, What's your short-term goal and long-term? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> have mean, fun with it? Yeah. I mean, the, the heart of it was always to just have fun with it. You know, it was it was always meant to be this it was always meant to be a kind of a cathartic release it was always meant to just be fun i, I didn't want it to be a job i wanted it to be fun you know? <laughs> yes um, and i've had careers in the past that i've embarked on that stemmed from a hobby that then i came to loathe and never went back to mm. doing it as a hobby because i was just done so i don't know it, it's a weird conundrum for me because i don't want it to really change from what it is but at the same token, be nice to see it grow. It would be nice to have one be one of those YouTube stars that has, you know, <laughs> three million followers and right. you know, you're clearing fifty thousand dollars a month kind of a thing. I, right. I, I I really wouldn't complain in that regard. No, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But at the same token, there that's really not the point. You True. know? One of the things that I've really enjoyed and really try to keep with the feel of what we do is the concept of being at like a dinner party, you know, where you're yeah. sharing stories and you've got little groups of people and people kind of drift in and drift out of the conversation and yeah. everybody just kind of feels welcomed. And, you know, even when they only pick up a single story, it's beginning to end, you know, so most of our stories take six, seven minutes, but that's kind of how it would be at a dinner party and people just drift in and out and come back together again. And it's just kind of fun and memorable. And that's really what my vision for it was. But at the same token, like I had said earlier, you know, I bought all this equipment and it was all garbage and I bought it again. <laughs> There's expenses for us that I would love to be able to offset. At least cover. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think it would be great if this would, you know, be able to quote unquote sponsor us to the point where really nice high-end computer for editing you know an actual dedicated studio space Ooh, that would be that would be amazing you mean we're not in a real studio right now well we are we're in we're in the <laughs> tftsi studios which, which currently is my oh. dining room table <laughs> There's a little BTS for but you. But you, you would never assume that listening to this. No. So guys, we're just around a dining room table with mics and mic stands. And, and glasses of wine. And glasses of wine. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I love it. 
So that, that, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, that's what I would like to get out mm-hmm. of it. Love that. Me too. Uh, okay. So before recording this episode, we had planned to kind of do an origin. And did you do any reflecting on guests, stories, episodes? Prior to answering your questions? Yeah. Uh, no, actually I didn't. Uh-huh. Do you have a favorite story of the podcast so far yes or favorite memory of telling a story uh my favorite episode so far to date is the number will surprise you both parts one and two hundred percent um and part of the reason for that is that i worked with andy for i don't know three four years and because of our working relationship and what he did as a cop, he was there for all of the really crazy things. You know, and it's like I've shared things like the guy that crawled out on the ledge. I've shared a lot of those stories that he was there for. But it was nice to hear it from his perspective and kind yeah. of retell and reshare the story. Yeah, well, with more detail. <clears throat> and it was awesome to listen to. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there were a couple of the stories that we went over in that episode that were directly repeats of the same story that I had shared in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. But the thing that made that episode great was that when the police went in and that door closed, my story ended. Yeah. His story kept going. His story kept going. Yeah. He was the cop that was in there. He right. was the guy that dealt with the stupidity, you know, but it's like I was there when he drew down on that woman in the parking lot. You know, it's like I was there when the guy crawled on the ledge. I was there with the yeah. orgy. I was there for all of these things, <laughs> you know, so it was really fun, even though he and I had talked about and kind of hashed these stories out over the years. It was just kind of fun to be able to give you and the listeners that double-sided perspective of, you know, what it was that I saw, what it was that triggered the call to him, the event where we're together and then where we separate when he's doing his job and I bounce out saying, ignorance is bliss, I'll talk to you later, you know? <laughs> well, and that specific story of how many people were in that hotel room still goes down in history for his department. People yeah. still talk about it yeah. years so and years later. Yeah. And, you know, the, the really ironic part of that is that when they went into that room, there were 29 men and two women (laughs) to our knowledge there were never more than two women but there were far more than 29 dudes (laughs) because plenty of people had come and gone before you guys entered that room yeah i mean even while we were waiting for the other cops to arrive yeah how many people people were exiting that room yeah you know so the number would surprise us even to this day because we don't know how many people actually came in there and do you recall how long the room reservation was for it was just for one day I I think it goes upwards of 75 plus. I don't know. I mean, I could I could definitively say 40 because we had seen people going in and out all morning. But I would be able to say, yeah, you know what? There were 29 dudes in there. I saw at least 11 more. Wow. That you personally saw. I personally saw. saw. Yeah, yeah. To this point, that is my favorite episode. And it's because of the fact that I was there for it. You know, it's like, those are intensely memorable moments for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're what? Eight years past those stories? And that still talked about his old department? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Those are good stories. Yeah. You know, but I mean, there's other stuff that he responded to that we didn't go into. Some of the challenges that we had with people that had personality disorders that were, you know, unhoused and whatnot, those those aren't really funny. No. They're more tragic than anything, but there's a lot of memorable stories with that too. They're yeah. just not, they're not really shareable in the sense that... It's good for this environment. Yeah. They're, in they're this not, platform. They're not funny. They're just shocking. And there are things that, you know, it's like, wow, you, you guys have to deal with that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yes, in fact, we do. Yeah. Constantly. <clears throat> so you kind of talked about your favorite moments, favorite episode. Do you have any moments that maybe weren't your favorite or not your favorite episode? Uh, yeah, there's a few. Probably the number one is what we talked about earlier with the episode that'll never see the light of day. Right. Because of the audio and everything. The audio is terrible. It's definitively the low point memory of all of this at this point, because man, there was, you know, there was money outlaid for it. There was time. There was, you know, trying to get people together that, you know, it was all brand new. Yeah. None of us had ever done it. We were awkward as hell. (laughs) And you're like, I put this much time and monetary stuff into this and like this is what i get yeah and it was just (laughs) yeah it was terrible 
It did take a while to record after that first episode. Oh, yeah. I was scarred. I honestly thought about just like, F this. This is not our cup of tea. We move on. I'm so glad you didn't. You kept going. You pushed. You learned. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. A lot of people would not do that. Yeah. Well, there's a part of me that, like I said, I just, I was done at that point. (laughs) Well, glad you weren't. Me too. Like we've hashed out a few times. There's the cathartic part. There's the, you know, Mm -hmm. teaching yourself something new part and all of that. But then there's also that last little piece that I didn't get to when you were asking about like, you know, what I'm most proud of. And that is just watching the growth. Yeah. You know, we've made comments in episodes about, oh, you know, we've had downloads from this far flung place, this far flung place. It's really kind of fun to watch that grow. Yeah. You know, I mean, it still cracks me up and I, I will still compliment whoever it is that's in Belgium. You know, oh, whoever consistently listen. Consistently listen. We love you, Belgium. Every single episode, there's two people in Belgium that download two and people. stream every single episode. That's amazing. In the same city? No. I mean, I don't know what the drive time is. Right, right, right. But there are two definitively different cities that they are downloading from. Okay. Guys, we need to do a field trip to Belgium. (laughs) (laughs) Go meet our fans. So, you know, we've had downloads on literally every continent except for Antarctica. Wow. Wow. Well, hey, for those who are listening, especially those consistent listeners, I implore you to give us a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to and give us a shout out. Hey, I'm that guy from Belgium. (laughs) Yes. You know, so just to kind of piggyback on what you said, not to sound like we're groveling for follows and reviews and all that, but it actually helps us quite a bit. There's algorithms for everything in our world at this point. So, you know, when somebody leaves a rating, when somebody does a follow, it affects how the podcast is put in front of other people. Yeah. You know, leaving a review would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I would love a five-star review. Who would not, right? <laughs> Leave but, your one stars at home. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Every review helps. Every follow helps. We are way too busy to put out a ton of content, so we are not going to be blowing up your alerts every single day. We got full-time jobs, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, we've more got than full-time. More than full-time jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you start balancing careers and kids and all the other stuff, it, oh, yeah. it becomes a very big mess. Boyfriends, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> That's true, too. Um, but it, it really does take, what, 15 to 45 seconds to give a rating? You can do it, guys. I believe in you. 45 if you're giving a review. And that would be a juicy review, too. You it, know, It would be. Whoever's listening, if you're not following, give a review. Give a follow. Find us on uh, YouTube also. Yes. And turn on your notifications. Okay, so one one last question for me, I think. I know it's not really fair to give out favorites, <laughs> but who's your favorite co-host? No, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Both of you, but for very different reasons. Oh, I was joking, but you can you can compliment us. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I, I fell for your bait. Yeah, he did. I he really was it. gonna go like left turn from there, but I'll let you go ahead. Honestly, I very much like having both of you on for just very different reasons. I love the fact that with Ms. B, you ask a lot of great questions. Yeah, very true. You ask a lot of questions that are not really deep, but they're not surface questions either. You ask questions that are interesting. They're easy for people to answer. It moves the conversation along and you can piggyback well. So I very much appreciate and like the way you help move the podcast along. Well, thank you. Can I add to that? Her her questions are 1000% genuine. She wants her own question answered. It's not <laughs> it, it's not coming I want to know. <laughs> it's not coming from bait or trying to get a certain side of the story or lead the story in any other way. You generally care about all the stories and you are just baffled by everything everyone has to say and you're like, "Wait, <laughs> I have to know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it's it's from a genuine space all of your questions. You know, and and, and before we move on to you, this is kind of the behind the scenes thing for listeners is that we aren't scripted. You know, we we don't plan out what we're going to talk about. You know, we've kind of alluded to it in the past, but when people come over, we'll spend what, 10 minutes maybe. And it's just like, Hey, I had this kind of a story or this kind of event. It's very 30,000 foot gloss over it. 
And the reason for that is we kind of understand what each other is going to share. We know how to dovetail our stories. And that's the extent of our episode planning. Yep. <laughs> you know? And it, it's great. It, it's so funny because, you know, I'll say, ooh, I have a crazy boat story. And you're like, ooh, okay, don't tell me anything else. I want to hear when we're recording. Yeah. So. And, well, and why is that? Because Genuine reactions. It's exactly that. It's the chemistry. It's it's that concept of let's bring people into the dinner party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I don't want to know all the details in advance. I want you to give me the tea when it's hot. And ready. <laughs> you and the tea. I love the tea. But, you know, that's what keeps it genuine and authentic. You know, it's like when we're laughing, it's because something's funny. Something messed up just happened (laughs) and the reaction is genuine. I mean, it could be the story or it could be me and Bill just making weird faces to each other. It's (laughs) me trying to learn more about the trash company. (laughs) You know, like when we were sitting and talking with Walter, you two were having a very legitimate, very honest conversation. You were asking (laughs) questions that you wanted the answers to and and Liz and I are sitting here <laughs> side-eyed just dying because it was just innuendo after innuendo and our 12-year-old brains kicked in and in <laughs> the wine. Yeah, well, I hadn't had that much to drink. I can't fall back on that one. Oh. I mean, it was hilarious though. Yeah. Stupid adolescent brains kicked in and we were just giggle factories. Couldn't tell you what the story was. I'm excited to hear when it comes out. It's coming out soon. <laughs> have no idea what the story was. I, I can only tell you what the story was because I edited it. I went back and listened to the whole thing. But I was laughing so hard. There was points that I couldn't breathe. I was I was just quiet because it was just so ridiculous. At that point, we had to kind of move the mics away and just like giggle in our arms just yes. because we didn't want to disrupt the story too much. Because I was dying to hear the answers. But um, to finish off your question, 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 whoever's question. One of us. The things that I like about working with you, Liz, is that you and I share a very similar sense of humor. I would agree. It's, <laughs> it's a little dark. It's somewhat twisted. And it's, there's a definitive juvenile layer to it. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> I know, do so. love how we'll be telling a story and you guys are just giggling, looking at each other on the same wavelength. Yes, we are, <laughs> we are typically on the same wavelength. Uh-huh. And it's like there's been many a time where, you know, a little too much red wine has hit me and you'll look over at me and you can see that I've already checked out on my train of thought. And Liz is there like rushing out of the phone booth with cape waving in the in the wind <laughs> for the rescue. And it's like, That's oh. That's true. Thank you. (laughs) And sometimes too, like I will be so engrossed in listening to a story and maybe ask a few questions and something hasn't popped up to me yet additional to ask and you come in with these amazing questions and (gasps) I'm like, yeah, I want to know that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And I like uh, you have a a sprinkling of humor that you'll throw in that is, and and I'm I'm not referring to this in the... uh, the juvenile giggle factory that we often get into. But like you have a way of throwing in little things that are genuinely funny that are not distracting. The little one-liners, man. Yeah. I don't know where they come from. It's natural. <laughs> and and they they work. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not offensive. They're not snarky or smarmy or any of the other little things that they could be that would probably be more my comment that would come out. Maybe, um, maybe. <clears throat> but I really like that aspect that you bring to it. Because yeah, a lot of times I might not have crazy stories. So I, I'm purely here to like ask questions, clarify things and have a good time and a glass of wine. Give mm-hmm. my like one liners when I see fit and ba boom boom. Uh, I normally you know, can it, fit a few in on each episode. And like the number may surprise you episode. I had nothing. I didn't tell a single story. But No, but you know what you were was you were the host mm-hmm. because Andy and I effectively became your guests. Oh my God, you were two little girls gaggling it up and like, <laughs> oh, I know this was Wine Wednesday that you two were just like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in forever. Let's catch up. Well, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Where were we in the story? <laughs> yeah. And I, I apologize for that. But I mean, <laughs> before he recorded that, I hadn't seen him in four years, mm-hmm. a fair amount of time in a minute that passed so it was really good to catch up with him but the dynamic changed it did but that's again another reason why i really enjoy having you on the show because that dynamic changed radically and you just kind of adapted with it and we rolled and it was it was a great episode it was one of my favorites i love listening to it oh my god thank you 
So. <laughs> okay, but my true question, I didn't try on purpose to go that route of who your favorite co-host is, but <laughs> I think uh, it was a tie. Miss B, would you agree? I would definitely agree. Okay. Uh, my real question was if you had a favorite guest, and I don't think me and Miss B count as guests anymore. Yeah. No, you don't. So other We're than a part of the mix, other than us, I mean, I know it might not be cool to like play favorites. Ooh, that's I mean, just it, hard. I know, but it, would it be Andy since you have such a nostalgic? connection with him you know what i would probably say yes but because of the fact that i've known him for so long and there's a lot of history there i'm going to eliminate him i was from, gonna say from the favorites list because uh, i'm definitively biased right was there anyone else you direct i guess would mike be eliminated did you work with mike I oh worked. but can i make him my favorite because that was the hardest i've ever laughed in an episode you can 100 percent make him your favorite he was my favorite i laughed so hard i couldn't breathe and i might have peed myself just a little yeah it's okay just a tinkle just a tinkle so other than those two i'm gonna have to basically jump on the same bandwagon as ms b on that one because yes mike and i have worked together in fact i worked together with mike far longer than i worked together with ms b i worked with mike at one hotel for two years and then the hotel ms b and i were at together mike was there for two years and then our career paths diverged he went to work for another company, different brand. He now works for the same company I work for. Oh. So we've kind of come back together, but he doesn't work anywhere near me. He works in a very different region. Okay. It's kind of like, I don't know. I think it's, it's kind of like, like picking your favorite child. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> all what I was going to say. In different ways. Like, I enjoy different aspects, but. Yeah, for me, it's how hard can you make me laugh? And that one definitely made yeah. me laugh with the sex doll in the wind. For me? Oh, no. The, the one that I was thinking of is the... Octopus arm? No, oh. no, no. That was, that was the same doll blowing away in the wind. No, the, mm -hmm. the first episode he was on was... Um, oh, you're right. That was that's a while the one ago. Can, can you deliver it to the funeral? Yeah. Yes, that's the one where we laughed so hard we couldn't breathe. Yes, when he was telling that story about... Uh, oh, my gosh. I remember that with the... When he, when he told the guest there are exactly four... Husky! Plump gentlemen that work oh, here yeah that's right i was dying yes oh, i died i don't so. know but i mean like everybody has brought a very different flavor to the show i mean like we've got episodes that are upcoming yes yes well since this is a little bts but you can pick one of those that hasn't been released but will be released at the time this is released that yeah. was a mumbo jumbo we have an upcoming episode with pat mm -hmm. some of his stories i really really enjoy yeah they were good i mean like the whole thing about pulling fire alarms to hide your tardy punch for right. work yeah ridiculous Juicy. insane you know so i mean it, it's really hard for me at this point to say that there's a favorite okay you like right. you like all of your podcast guest children yeah i mean <laughs> look at the end of the day and i think that listeners will even agree there are some episodes that are better than others there's stories that flow better there's stories that the special guest the fourth guest whatever label you want to put on it feels more comfortable and things just kind of jive better. Mm -hmm. I also do have to give a shout out to Ellen because that was Absolutely. a natural episode. Oh, she I was think, awesome. For all parties involved. Yeah. There was no learning curve for her. She jumped in right away, yeah. told great stories and shared them very, very well. And I mean, like that night, you know, when she recorded with us, I had talked with her over text a few times. Never met in person. No, I had never met her in person. It was, you know, hey, I've got this podcast, blah, 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 blah. She said, you know, I'd be interested in coming on. I said, fantastic. And that was the extent of it. That's awesome. Here is the time and place. See yeah. Ya. I just, I don't know. I, I can't put a favorite on that question. You know what? I'm okay with that. Me too. But we've had a lot of great moments. There's much more to come. Yeah. We're so, not done yet. No. Oh, you know what? Wait, before we sign mm. off, I'm going to share. I wanted to share something with both of you ladies and kind of to those Ooh. listening too. you know, I've been trying to work kind of behind the scenes of growing awareness of the show and developing connections. And I don't want to say cross marketing, but, you know, cross supporting other podcasts, so on and so forth. The company that I'm working with is AvenuePodcast.net. Okay. They're kind of hosting service, if you will. Um, there's a wide variety of podcasts on there. So it's kind of nice to be able to work with them and get a little bit of awareness developing. I love that. So. That's great. 
Love that. And then, you know, like I've said earlier, we do have a website that's coming. So it's, it's on me. Sorry, there's a delay with that. You can only do so much <laughs> in a day. No worries. That's why we're here. Anything we can help with. But yeah, that, so that's that's going to solve our terrible email address that I set up initially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's also going to allow me to put the old episodes that I deleted that need to kind of be reworked. So they'll live on the website. Instead even though, of the streaming platform. Correct. I'm going to leave all of those terrible episodes on YouTube at this point Yeah, still, but all of them are going to be gone from Spotify and whatnot. All right. All right. On that note, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for tuning in, subscribing, liking, commenting, reviewing, especially reviewing. Thank you for tuning in. And we hope you enjoyed this episode kind of behind the scenes of the magic and are excited about all the things to come. Ms. B, I appreciate the questions. Liz, you've been awesome, <laughs> as thank always. You, thank you. I've actually enjoyed this. It's kind of nice to kind of flip the script and get a little back history and yeah, kind of understand it. So thank you for doing that for me tonight. If you have stories that you would like to share, you can reach out to us via email at talesfromtheserviceindustry at gmail.com. That email address is long and cumbersome, but it's going to go away soon. <laughs> I promise. But while it is still active, if you have any stories, use it free to send them in. Yep. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your following us, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye, guys. Bye, team. AvenuePodcast.net.